how is work, dear? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a bag of dicks. <laughs> Is it is it Patty's Day or Patty's Day? Uh, Patrick's. But well, it's they, supposed they, to be Patrick's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I assume Patty. Yeah, like, Patty. So, so Patty with a D. Patty with D's or T's. D's is in dogs because D's Patty. Is in D's nuts. <laughs> D's nuts. Patty with T's is a lady. Patty with D's. What? Exactly. Jesus so. Christ, cat. <laughs> what? This guy here th- seems to have an opinion about Patty's Day or Patty's oh, no. Day. <laughs> he looks angry already. Michael, are you looking forward to St. Patrick's Day? I am my shite, Kathleen. Huh? St. Patrick's Day. Everyone gone off like a fucking drunk, making a, sh- a show of themselves in in the town, falling over themselves, strengthening old stereotypes, <laughs> Kathleen, based on a, a socialist Darwinistic trend from the late 18th century. Um, right. Oh. No, it's just, you know, St. Patrick's is much more than what you just said there. You know, it's about celebrating being Irish. And even Enda Kenny went over to America today. That promo! Over in America! St. <laughs> Patrick's Day! St. Patty's Day! St. fucking Patty's Day! There's two D's oh. in the Catholic. There's not oh. two T's. Two fucking D's. St. Patrick's Day! It's not the. St. Patty's Day! St. Patrick's Day! St. Patrick's Day! St. Patty's Day! It's not that hat, Kathleen. I know they're fat and they're fat and their lips, but the Americans should learn to speak, Kathleen. And sure, most of us don't drink anyway, Kathleen. Most the Irish. But, Michael, you've been drinking all morning. That's cans, Kathleen. That was beer. Fog can spirits is drink. Beer is just like water. And I sure I only had 11 pints. So you're saying beer is not classified as alcohol? It is not. It's like water. Shite in the lottery. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. That's just her day beginning. That's awesome. I'm moving to Ireland based on that alone. And now I know it's Patty's Day. Oop, that sounds like a Guinness. There you have it. <laughs> Is it bad that I can hear just by the widget going off what it is? <laughs> How many times have you opened a can, sir? <laughs> so it's Patty's Day, not tea. Patty. So what? Yep. What's the what's the rule of thumb here? Paddy with a D is a dude, and Pat T with a T thinks titties. So <laughs> it is it is D's nuts and titties. That's I can, I can remember this. I can totally do this. Okay. We're starting off, as usual, with balls and boobs. Balls and boobs. Balls and boobs. It's just a bunch of crazy balls and boobs. Oh, man. (laughs) Tanya, don't you have an Irish... Oh, yeah, yeah. I could do an Irish fuck, marry, kill. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a tough one because all I could think of was like the stereotypical thing. You know, Sinead (laughs) O'Connor, Bono... And then I was remembering Saoirse from Saturday Night Live. She's in a movie that was just nominated for an Oscar, Lady Bird, right? Yep. I think it's Saoirse. Is it Saoirse? I think so, but I'm not really sure. We'll have to consult Saturday Night Live for a clarification. I thought it was like inertia. Man, I don't know. I can't read.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should pull up the Saturday Night Live episode because I actually haven't seen the movie, but just based on how well she owned the floor on SNL, I thought she could be up there with the uh, Ivy Leaguers there. Here, I got it right here. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, Cersei. Uh, <laughs> have a great show. Um, thanks, Leslie, but it's actually, it's actually Saoirse. Uh, sushi? <laughs> no, it's Saoirse, like inertia. Oh, I got a cousin named Inertia. <laughs> yeah, so you see what I mean. So, um, here's an easy tune I made up as a little girl to help pronounce it. Sersha with an er, not Sorcy with an or, cause Sorcy with an or goes or not er. It's sh instead of s, uh, instead of e, simple as can be, see Sersha. No, she said Sersha. I'm so wrong. Which, just so you all understand, is not an actual Irish tradition. It's just quite rude. Hey, so. sword cheese. <laughs> sword cheese. Sword cheese. Sword cheese. <laughs> so, how do you say it? <laughs> Sersha? <laughs> Sersha! But I was raised on public television, so I was like, Sersha! Well, apparently, I was raised by morons and bad TV. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what? <laughs> but back to it. Uh, so, Fuck, Mary Kill is who? Oh, so Sinead O'Connor, Bono, and Sersha. Are we going in honor of St. Patty's after... 11 pints <laughs> is this is i mean this... <laughs> my understanding is is after 11 pints you're still sober so i think that's a good oh that's okay okay yeah. it's uh... just fucking water <laughs> it's like fucking water kathy <laughs> i love the irish accent so this would be a hard fuck mary kill yeah however based on age i'm gonna have to do um oh well that kind of still puts you in a pickle because <laughs> she is young enough to be our child. Yep. Okay, so definitely don't want to fuck that one. Um... <laughs> but but child marriage maybe. Child marriage is legit. Oh, I mean <laughs> Oh my god. I mean it's she okay, is she's Irish. 23, so She can make me some potatoes or something like some potatoes. <laughs> Oh my god. But I definitely oh man, this is hard. But on the other hand, picture her like ten years from now and it's not as weird. <laughs> it's not as weird. I mean it's working out well for like Portia and Ellen and what's that's her name? That's true, that's true. Okay. What's that, other, what's that other couple? Oh uh, uh Sarah Paulson? What's her hold on, hold on. name? Googling, Googling. Sarah. <laughs> Google, Google. Holland Taylor. She's, oh, oh my God. Oh, 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 thank you for this. Holland Taylor is in what film, kids? <laughs> Holy <Taylor>. shit. <laughs> is, is she really? Is She's she really. <laughs> she is in Devs. God, how do we keep doing this? <laughs> But yes, okay, so that to me, I do not understand. However, if they are happy and in love, go for it. What's the age difference between them? Because I think between Portia and Ellen, it's like 16 years or something like that. Sarah Paulson is 42 and Holland Taylor 74? is 74. So that's 30 years. That's like a whole me. That's a whole me in between them. <laughs> Ew. 
<laughs> so back to Sersha. <laughs> so uh, Sersha with the E or O or I, you, whatever it is. I don't know. There were quite a few O's coming out of your mouth prior to this. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you have a pretty convincing case. I'm going to have to marry her. Marry Sersha. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute i just feel like you're waiting to be talked into this well i mean it's either i'm gonna wait it out until i don't feel awkward about having sex with her on the regular oh or my God. i'm Which gonna have what day two <laughs> <laughs> look it's mere age thing and i definitely don't want to marry bono because well i'm still kind of mad that he put his music on my ipod without my permission oh yep. <laughs> fuck's sake are you fucking serious with that it shit? wasn't a great album oh, okay. my God. if it helps <laughs> if it, if it helps tree, it would have been amazing exactly oh. exactly so but i don't know sinead o'connor's got a lot of baggage so i mean i no, guess no no see this is how you do it you get sinead o'connor when she's young like in her prime when she was just like sersha before hollywood fucked her all up <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take I'll take oh, a... not just Hollywood Saturday Night Live in particular. You'll take eighties eighties brand Sinead O'Connor, <laughs> right? Oh I take... yeah, yeah, yeah. 19, 1992 Sinead O'Connor definitely. Just before her hair starts. Growing. All right, all right. I'll take yeah. I'll take a nineteen eighty nine style Sinead O'Connor fuck, and then it's like we're picking uh... a model of a eat like a car. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I don't want the airbags though. I don't want the airbags <laughs> because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they just go off in your face, and you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah. You got a black eye. It's it's bad news. But I'm gonna have to kill Bono, not because of just the music, but not just be just because the music. <laughs> <laughs> the blight that he has put upon the world with his music. <laughs> But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to kill him because he wears sunglasses all the damn time, and I yes. know it's because he's got some weird fucking he's, he's eye problem. Got a, he's got a health problem. It's a legit problem. No, you, I, re- you I are married that. to somebody who has a legit visual neurological problem. I cannot believe you would say yes. I can. <laughs> you can Look, just wear like you, normal glasses, right? Yeah. See, with you, you but wear normal glasses. That would be like saying, David Bowie, could you be a little less fucking weird? Could you... <laughs> but I would... Just bring it down I... a notch. But I... <laughs> could you but just Bowie's be okay. rock star? <laughs> no, no. Because, I mean, if Bowie was in the mix, but Bowie's not Irish. Bowie is English, correct? He's an alien. He's a man from another... Oh, place. that's right. Ziggy Stardust. Got it. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm going to have to kill Bono because of his bad eye apparel even though oh my god even I, though think ben, I, think, I think you just got ben stillard too much that's poor bono I'm... but i don't know he was pretty good looking when he was young i love you bono i'll marry you that's terrible <laughs> i'll marry bono and we'll have little searches and you keep your hands off uh-uh. <laughs> well until they become a legal age i'll definitely be keeping my hands off <laughs> well, oh well thank god i'll just roll over and thank my lucky stars <laughs> <laughs> but wait till they turn 18. Hello. Gross. Well, this is getting dark. <laughs> <laughs>
That's just the Guinness. That's just the Guinness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Tyler? Uh, it's funny because I totally think I would not like do anything with Bono just because of glasses. I didn't know it was a medical thing. I just thought it just... <laughs> he's that one fucking dude, bro. You see at the mall with like the frosted tips wearing like oh, red shades, terrible. wandering around in like shants and has a, a wallet chain. Like that's totally what he looks wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say shants? Yeah, they're not quite pants. They're not, not quite pants. They're not quite shorts or shants. Julie, she's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's funny. You know what, um, you know what oh, Kevin Smith wears all the time? That. From <laughs> son of Jarrell, kneel before son! Snoochy boochies. <laughs> he suffers from glaucoma, guys. It's not really that crazy of an eye disease. It's no, 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 normal... no, no, no. He's got like a legit can't. No, it says right here. Like, in this... It's like really pain. Like he's had it for a really long time. For two decades, the star has had this condition, a buildup of pressure in the eyeball, which can damage the optic nerve and lead to blindness if not treated. And he's had it for nearly two decades, but it's, he suffers from glaucoma. Pretty boring, right? Yep. <laughs> 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 but we do digress. Tyler, who's on your fuck Mary? <laughs> yeah, so I'm killing Bono. <laughs> so I'm killing Bono. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And yeah, you bring you bring a valid point. Like Sinead comes with a lot of baggage, but so yeah, I I probably fuck her. You know, probably the nineties, eighties. So you can avoid the baggage. <laughs> yeah. Like before, before I'm going to just get out that poor right lady. in time. That old bag of potatoes that was left on the fucking truck in the sun for a whole summer. <laughs> Got little things sprouting out of it. <laughs> it smells like death and decay. <laughs> These potatoes have gone bad. Gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> All right, and so you too are robbing the cradle. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's only twenty three, so it's That's not terrible. Right. You guys are terrible. We are we are just enough years apart that I can remember like Bono shutting down L.A. and that being like just this massive worldwide event, and now everybody's like he's got fucking glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everyone's like that. We're like that. We're like. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually in a lot of movies, though. I didn't really recognize her from like Lady Bird. Yeah, but like, pretty some hot. Of the other ones, pretty hot. Yeah. She's she's you know what's great about Irish people? I, I watched a couple of interviews that she was that she did, and her candor is so awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it's very refreshing. I don't know. I dig the Irish accent though. Yep. I may not know what you're saying, but <laughs> I can just shake my head and go, uh huh. <laughs> uh -uh. You're, you're pretty white, Tyler. Are you? Do you have any Irish at all? Probably somewhere. I know my mom's side has got some Britain in there, so I'm sure there's some crossbreeding. Some crossbreeding. Some intercontinental humping. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, skipping a hop away from each other, so. Yeah. My grandfather's grandmother was Irish. Very Irish. Like, Very fresh Irish. off the boat. Fresh yeah. off the boat, Kathy. Yeah. With a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I've got my fucking potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't say who your fuck Mary Kill was, though. 
Oh, I kind of did. So I would. I'm totally gonna marry Bono. I I will totally marry you, Bono. <laughs> you can have. You know, chick from the two dope cranes thinks he's pretty amazing too. So I don't know if I totally get to have him. But um, that's true. Phoebe would probably kick your ass for Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely fucking Sinead O'Connor, and I just I don't know. I just. If I see, uh, she's just so young. Oh God. Oh, okay. So you basically convince us to ha- have a pedophilia relationship. Wait it now. But you're gonna kill the poor girl. <laughs> yeah, I gotta kill her. <laughs> she's a virgin sacrifice. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess it makes sense because isn't everything Irish always depressing? So, I mean, they're they're yeah. pretty tragic people. But see, that's what's kind of tempting about her because you can see that that little dark side in her eye, which, which is <laughs> just a little bit dead inside. A little dead. <laughs> I like him a little dead inside. <laughs> Where they just look wistfully across the moor. You, you know. <laughs> And stop me now if if you guys are, already know this, but the Irish didn't die. They didn't die out because of the famine. They died out because all of their food was exported out. Yeah, because mm. yep. the fucking English were eating all their potatoes. Yep. Great British Empire. Fucking. While his family's interloping. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that. What's her name? Sersha? God, I better get her name right, because if I'm going to marry her. <laughs> but she was in the Grand Budapest Hotel. <gasps> that was a good movie. She was yep. the little dude's girlfriend. Love interest. Yeah. Holy shit. I did not know that. Yeah, like she's been in a bunch of movies. Really decent ones, too. Some, some I, don't, good I don't watch enough movies. But you know what we did see? We saw... While we were on a plane, which I don't know how great of an idea that was, but we saw Atomic Blonde. Have you seen that? Oh, not yet. I really want to see it, though. It is really good. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really good. And the sound soundtrack is fucking amazing, but I mean, I'm not shy about loving synth pop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I, I want my cyberpunk future already. Yeah, the soundtrack's really good, but you know what? If you purchase the soundtrack, it is not so good because not all the songs from the movie are on. Yeah. uh -uh. So if you go to like Spotify or Tidal, you can search out playlists, but... No damn. So that's that's how you gotta do that. But yeah, like I've heard heard good things about that. I heard like she did uh, Charlie's Throne. 98% of her stunts. Yeah, like she did all of her stunts. And she mainly, this is like apparently like a project she wanted to do. Yeah. And so she did Mad Max Fury Road to get money to fund this one. Basically kind of fund this movie herself. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know that she was searching for a project like that and someone created it and said that he was going to write it as if she was a man. Yeah. But she would just be a chick. And yeah. fucking she killed it. And yeah, she did 98% of her stunts. Except for the ones where they threw her down the stairs. That was like, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> insurance was like, you know do yeah. that <laughs> yeah i've heard it like reference like yeah like you know you, you know that's that's probably the one stunt she didn't do but that still looks like somebody getting thrown down yeah, some, like, somebody's even, poor even ass with, got thrown down the stairs yeah even with body armor that shit's gonna fucking hurt right? <laughs> yeah ouch those stunt doubles man yeah that was a really good movie but something that i i came to realize i saw an interview with charlie's about the movie and i knew that there was a, a lesbian scene in, in the movie. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm really interested in Charlie Theron and a, a lesbian scene. And the whole movie was just so smart 
from beginning to end. It was like a, a fucking dance. It was very mm. orchestrated, but felt very natural and fluid and was really cool to watch. But one of the things that I realized was in looking up the other actress, Sophia, uh, what's her name? Very hard name. See, <laughs> Boutella? Yeah. <laughs> Boutier? Boutier? What? Boutier? Booty, booty, hey. <laughs> so that is true too. Nice ass. Because she's a dancer. She's actually a graduate from the Berkeley School of Music in Massachusetts, in Boston there. And oh, she was in quite a few Madonna videos. One of the dancers mm-hmm. and not just backup, kind of like the main character in the video. So that spoke a lot about why the movie felt the way that it did. And, and you know, when you have somebody at that, yeah. I guess to my my point is is that when you have somebody at that level dancing for Madonna, you are like at the top of your game. You're at the top of your yeah. class, right? She was also in Kingsman, which I don't remember, yeah. and also from the new Mummy Last Summer. I do, I did <laughs> Mummy Last Summer. <laughs> I did see that she was in the Mummy because she was the Mummy, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't know she was in Kingsman. That's a great movie. Kingsman's a good movie. Yeah. I want to see the sequel to that. Eh, I didn't like it. No? Not as good? Yeah, they kind of lost something. But I feel like sometimes when there's like a series of movies, the second one always is kind of a little bit yeah. disappointing because you're like so pumped from the beginning, but then you're like, meh, kind of failed. Yeah. <laughs> Sequelitis. But if there's a third one, that will be the... Uh... With the redemption story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Homegirl... Is a really, really good dancer, actually. Nice. What's funny is when there was like one picture of the two of the chicks next to each other, and Tanya's like, she's a whole head taller. <laughs> yeah, they, they were they, they were doing uh, what do you call it? Press junkets. Yeah, yeah press junkets yeah. For, the, for the movie, and you know they're having to stand next to each other, and you can see the sh- the pictures where they where the photos look balanced. Is you have the one girl, Sophia kind of staggered back away from her a little bit to like counterbalance the height and that's yeah. a lot of the reasons why the movie was filmed the way that it was because of the the height difference between the two of them but having kind of chemistry as far as actors are concerned they they definitely nailed it it was really cool oh nice yeah i'm good enough at putting that top of my next netflix queue at the moment actually do it, do it. <laughs> multitasking while podcasting I've got a bunch of articles about animals if we want to talk about animals. Animals. Does it have anything to do with animal rape? No, it does not. (laughs) Okay, good. Keep the dolphins out. (laughs) Because we looked up that thing about the um, teddy bears of the seas. Mm -hmm. And um, I am very disturbed. I will be sending you my psychiatry bill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. The truth is out there. We're like, oh my god, otters are horrible, horrible creatures. Yeah. I was like, two weeks later, really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're, they're awful. They're awful little shits. I used to think they're really adorable, but now I look and I'm like, you little fuckers, you're just the spawn of Satan, aren't you? They're they're so adorable. I don't but care if you hold hands so while you sleep to evil. stay together. Ah! <laughs> That's cute, but you're evil. Yep. No, I refuse to. I refuse to see it any other way because, like, I, we don't have those types of seals around here. It's those little white baby seals that they're primarily after. I mean, speaking of pedophiles, <laughs> but they also do it to some of their own babies. 
Gross. Yep. Yeah. Again, spawn and save. <laughs> oh my god, it's terrible. Let's bring back the tradition of just rowing out in boats and clubbing them in the in the kelp beds. <laughs> oh my god. So that happened. <laughs> Good luck taking your kayak out this year, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Not that long ago, some fishermen shot otters. That sounds surprising. Three sea otters shot to death near Santa Cruz, and a reward was offered. And this was August 29th, 2016. Jeez. Because it's against the law because they're protected. Yeah. Repercussions for slaying a southern sea otter, which are listed on the threatened species under the Federal Endangerment Species Act include a $100,000 fine and potential jail time. So they can rape, but you can't kill them, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody, go out there. Animal rape is a huge problem <laughs> in all species. Yep. No means no, even if you're saying... <laughs> <laughs> is sacred anymore nope. <laughs> hey the rest of the world's like a giant tire fire let's just embrace it oh, shit. here giant comes the heavy downer because nope. oh, it blackens God. everything you can't put it out all right oh man but what do you got so, on, what, uh, what's know, on your what positive, great what positive animal <laughs> on f fun little facts recently i'm i belong to this there's an app called next door it's designed it's kind of like a social media app for people just within like your neighborhood certain areas only people in that oh, area I've heard of that. yeah it's i, I kind of check it out to see what's going on you kind of get to people selling stuff people offering stuff you know people who need help people just talking about local things and there was a discussion because the thing we have out here a lot of are coyotes so Ooh, yeah. like a lot of times at night you hear them like yipping and calling and doing their thing, being coyotes. And they're generally pretty skittish of people. So people are on having a discussion about there's some that have been approaching people. Oh. So of course, their their first reaction was, let's kill them all. They're, if they're familiar with people, you got, <laughs> you got to kill them because they're going to attack somebody. So of course, I, I was like, that sounds extreme. So I started like researching coyotes. That sounds extreme. <laughs> You're a little oh, off the yeah. deep end there, people. <laughs> so I did my, my favorite thing. I started Googling and started reading. <laughs> and then I found that most coyotes that approach people have generally been familiarized with humans people are giving them handouts they're giving them food so they see as a oh, food okay. source and they come to rely upon that they see a human they're like oh that thing will give me food and it comes that's why it'll approach people because it's that's what it, it's like raccoon same thing like most most right. an, most animals you give it food it's going to start approaching you people are just afraid of coyotes because they think they're like dingoes and they're going to steal your baby or something <laughs> oh, dingoes um, don't my baby <laughs> So anyways, so I had to correct people on that. So I had to correct people on that. Yeah, because there, there were a bunch of people like... Yeah, no, yeah, that's crazy. People are just looking for an excuse to shoot something, yeah. clearly. There was so, one guy who, you know, I, I don't think I turned, but he was like, they're varmints, we got to kill them, kind of thing. I'm like, well, the fact that you used the word varmint, and I could just hear, like, Yosemite Sam while you were typing <laughs> that. <laughs> you better open that gate, Prince Varmint, or I'll bust it down! But the fun fact I found was from National Geographic, and I will send you the article. A little thing they do, that whole like yipping and calling out to each other during the night. Apparently, it's basically like a census. What they're doing is they're seeing how many other coyotes are out there and like how their oh, populations okay. are doing. If they don't hear a lot of replies, it triggers an automatic response in them to produce more pups. 
So when the breeding season come next time, their litters will double. Double. So like normally they'll give like like five to six. If their populations are being threatened, they will like all of a sudden start producing like litters of like a dozen or more. Wow. Is this like when the future we're going to be in times of war? Women have more male children than females. <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. That's what the governments are hoping for. Yeah. Ah, Fingers ah. crossed. <laughs> those bullets. Fingers crossed. Legs uncrossed. But, but see, in the future, we'll, ha- we'll have like mech suits and robots, so everybody can join in on the war. Oh. <laughs> you don't need to be strong to pilot a mech. Oh <laughs> It's like Pinky so in the true. Brain, where Brain gets in the giant robot outfit. Yep. <laughs> That's interesting. Also interesting is these coyotes are featured in this article are from Griffith Park in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, they're one of the species that is like domesticated really well to human intrusion. That's why they're so prolific. So they're like, you give me food, yeah. I come here now. Well, they're, they're they're scavengers, so they they're like raccoons. You know, manage. They come out. They're nocturnal. These coyotes are fancy looking. I know. They're LA. They're fancy. <laughs> What was interesting is this says that Lewis and Clark were the first white Americans to encounter the coyote. Hmm. Didn't know that. They're the first white documented people because the other ones were too stupid and got eaten by the fucking coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's actually um, when I I was researching that because people were saying like, oh, don't don't let your kids outside because the coyotes are going to eat them. And I, I, of course, you know, was like, well, here, there's probably been two documented cases of people being killed by a coyotes. And like one was like a young lady, like early 1900s. She's on the Oregon Trail. Yep. And she probably just, you know, picked off, pissed off a pack of them or they were just rabid or something. She was like, fuck dysentery. I'm going down like a champ. <laughs> yep. She pulls a knife out of her bonnet and just runs at him. Her bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon or whatever. Uh, Crouching Tiger. <laughs> yep. Um. Of course it pops open. <laughs> right. She's all... Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see that movie, uh, The Grey? I don't think so. It's basically about like a plane crash and a bunch of people get stuck in the woods up in Alaska and they basically are just being hunted by a pack of wolves. Oh, okay. It's a Leslie Nielsen movie. Yes. He's always being hunted. Liam Neeson, not do? Leslie. Leslie's the Sorry, Leslie. comedy one. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Naked gun. Yep. But yeah, no, it's, it's a really good movie. But it's that just reminded me of that. Like, because they, they're like, you know, stuck out in the woods fighting off wolves. reading on the texture app again uh, but it was actually also mm. nat geo so they published an article in there about i think it's called a petrosaurus no it's a pterosaurus sorry pet yeah, you never you never cat. you never pronounce those p's I, I, i'm thinking about some gnarly white lady toes at the at the nail salon <laughs> Pet, your toe is what <laughs> no it's a pterosaur you know it how terror. <laughs> basically because this fucker's head was 10 feet long just a head. jesus and it was a flying dinosaur right nope. so you know pterodactyls 
right? Yeah. That's the flying bird that we all knew. They're now the pipsqueaks of the flying dinosaurs. Is that what I just understood? Basically, but pterosaurs, they're kind of their own branch. So they're not, they're not a bird and they're not obviously a human, but they're kind of their own branch on the, the evolution cycle. So okay. what's interesting is the first one that they found, its wingspan was only four feet. And it, it only weighed about four pounds. And that was like during the Jurassic period, right? So that's the first one that they found. But the last one, which they found in 1970, mm. its wingspan was 35 feet and it weighed 440 pounds. Oh, so whoa, whoa, whoa. You go from four pounds to 440, 440 pounds. So, so it's a fucking dragon. A... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically what it said. There was also a documentary that I'll post the link to, but they basically said that they they were the closest thing to an actual flying dragon that we had because most birds kind of have the counterweight through their tail. Mm. So like even the pterodactyl or older birds, they have the long tail and that's what helps them fly. But the pterosaur is like built in reverse. So it's got the 10 foot long head, right? And then it's got a really, really long neck. And then it's got a kind of a stubby body. And I didn't realize this, but birds have fingers. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Kind of like throughout the wing or like the joint. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you can compare like a human body to a bird. So you've got the elbow, you've got the wrist. So for a bird, your third finger supports the wing. Mm -hmm. For a bat, the whole wing is all the fingers. So they're sprawled out and that's what stretches out. So like when they're all curled up, their little hands are yeah. turned in. But when they stretch out their fingers, that's what expands their mm. wings. And for the pterosaur, the fourth finger is incredibly long and it supports the whole entire wing. Okay. So its hand kind of picture a giant wing, right? A big motherfucking wing. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it's freaking wing. its hand is like in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the wing. And then its fourth finger is the extension of the rest of the half of the wing. So Damn. when they, yeah, so they're kind of like, basically what they're doing right now is they recently found the most complete like skeleton yeah, fossil. Yeah. So they, they were able to see the best of what it could look like on, on a whole. Cause most of the time, you know, they're just finding bones, you know, little bones, but in its entirety. Yeah. So what's confusing to them is like, how was this thing able to fly? How is it, it back at 747 able to fly? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So in the 80s, this one dude tried to build a replica of the, you know, the flight pattern. But in the 80s, think about how technology was and how heavy batteries were. And basically the only way he could get it up off the ground was if I he... mean, we just watched another SpaceX launch. I feel the same way. I'm like, how are these things doing it? So what was cool is like, you know, he... He kind of made it work with what he had, but it wasn't 100% accurate because he put a long tail on it to counterbalance the heavy head. Yeah. But now they're able, you know, the motors are like the size of a half dollar and the batteries are, you know, they can get 10 times the amount of battery for one battery in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, you know, reproducing these components of what they feel that it, how it was made, taking measurements and whatnot. But most birds have hollow bones, and the pterosaur actually had air sacs throughout its neck. 
Hmm. So it had these ho- it had the hollow bones, but it also had these air air sacs, and it had and inside like inside the bone there was incredibly tiny thin bones that would be like struts, yeah, like supports to a house or whatever, uh-huh. and like. I'm actually of... starting to feel bad about myself because now when like I see chickens and penguins, they're actually looking at me like at least we're not one of those lame ass birds there. <laughs> they just got hands. Yep. They don't even have fucking wings. Right? <laughs> right? They just got those fucking five fingers and shit. Oh, those poor little living dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the guy who made the model in the 80s, but he was able to recreate flight of an albatross which was actually don't talk about me one of the biggest (laughs) was one of the biggest birds its wingspan was 11 feet but still an albatross is a bird yep yeah i didn't know that i always thought like an eyesore how ugly how fucking ugly is a bird (laughs) i I think they were kind of ugly they're kind of ugly birds (laughs) let's let's good google that they look really pissed they got like this they got like, like really cool like eyeliner going on that makes them look angry Ooh, nice they look sassy. Sassy. <laughs> but they do. They kind of look like a cross between a dodo bird and a, a seagull. Yep. But yeah, so an albatross is like a rather large bird. However, it's nothing compared to them. <laughs> yeah. You know what it looks like? It looks like the birds in the Alice in Wonderland drawings. I see. You'll never get dry that way. Get dry? Have to run with the others. But how can I... That's better. Have you dry in no time now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. totally does. It probably is. They're probably modeled after that. So the wing, right? So the wing folds mm. at the fourth finger. So it's like halfway. It's got its hand. And then its fourth finger flips the outside of the wing out. There's okay. one place. I don't remember. There's a place where they, there's all these amazingly well-preserved fossils and they, it's the only place that has footprints, two footprints of a pterosaur landing. So they're they're able to use that to kind of help deduce how it could have flown. That is wild. Yeah. Like how how old is that? What what on the order of millions or billions of years? I'm trying to remember what how long ago those periods were. Right, a long time ago. Yeah. For a footprint to be around that long is crazy. Yeah. Again, living fucking dragons. Right. Um, but the pterosaurs from 22, 228 to 66 million years ago was when they existed. Damn. Yeah. Compared to pterodactyls or whatever. The pterodactyls, I think, I think they were at the same time. Oh, okay. So they were like, it was, I'm like... not sure. Let me look. Yeah. 201 million to 136 million. So that's going to so be they... the four pounder there. That's a tiny footprint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see the... I don't know if you saw the... Yeah, I'm looking to look now. Bam! If you see that cute, tiny little footprint, right? That is one of the smaller ones that they saw, but there's this is like the only place... Sorry, kid. Uh, watch the documentary. It'll tell you. But the way that they land, it sort of seems like a duck in a way. You know how when like a duck lands on the water, they like flap their wings back to slow themselves down? <laughs> yeah. And then they put their feet out. Well, because of the way that these guys wings are together, what they're thinking, and they're not 100% sure because this is all, you know, it's science, so it changes on the regular, but they land with their feet smack down, right? Same time, they start to fold their wings in, 
and slide forward because what you see is indents of the feet, their toes dragging, and then they see two dots on the side. And that, they're thinking, is when the fingers fold up, the wings come down. And so they're they're compressed in, and then they slide forward, and they land, and they finish stopping. That's why there's so much weight. I would prefer to say that science is evolving. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. I think, actually, in this documentary or something else I just recently watched, I said... In science, you're wrong often, and that's actually how you want to be, because yeah. right. <laughs> otherwise you're not continually growing. I'm yeah. like, shouldn't we just be like that with life? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought it was really cool. So here's this thing that once was only four pounds that <laughs> became yeah. this massive thing. But in the Nat Geo article, there's like pictures of its head, and it's just huge, and it's got it in comparisons to like a human and you're just like, Jesus my Christ. mind is blown, man, <laughs> right? So I thought that was cool. I mean, in school, we'll date ourselves here, but in school, we didn't learn anything about pterosaurs. It was just pterodactyls. Yeah. But they're saying basically that this was the closest living creature to an actual dragon. So That's if awesome. we find out that it can breathe fire, then dude, <laughs> shit's getting real. <laughs> That's funny. Part of the documentary that was kind of cool was their goal was to make it actually fly. Now, I don't know if they got there because I only got three quarters of the way through it, but that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. I like how the um, the body is so small, yet the head is like so long and like large. It, it's a little just delivery device for a murder machine. <laughs> right, right. Its emphasis is on killing, not about anything else. The wow. rest of the body just supports the murder part. They were saying that they found a fossil that, because they're kind of like, okay, we'll do these fly, like, the, you know, how they're going through the process of trying to figure out what it is. And what was cool was because they did fly, they appeared on every continent. There is some fossil remain of some sort on every continent of the pterosaur. But one of the coolest fossils that they found was... Because they can yeah. fly everywhere. They're like, hmm. Yep. Their island. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go over here. But they said uh, that the time that they, like, what caused them to die or to die off was because they were so cumbersome. You know, they, they couldn't make an easy getaway. But they found a fossil with a velociraptor's tooth in the bone. Oh, geez. So they were like, okay, well, they were probably sitting ducks when they came down to feed because velociraptors just freaking were like the gnarliest mass murderers out there <laughs> you know fuck t-rex he ain't got nothing he doesn't even have no arms but these <laughs> velocal raptors man they were tearing shit up so it was a great find to see some actual cause of death because obviously he was bit by a velocal raptor and he and put up a fight he took a tooth him. with him but i guess yeah. he took a tooth right <laughs> I just want to be a dentist. <laughs> That's funny. But I guess it wouldn't be islands at that point because all of the lands would have been still connected together at that point in time. Pangea. Yep. Yeah. Pangea is when all the continents hadn't separated yet. The tectonic plates, there's like one singular landmass. And eventually, like over that time, it started to separate and then became the continents that we know. But they, the term for it was Pangea when all the continents were as one. But even though they were still connected, it's still a huge amount of ground for any... Yeah species to cover well i mean like you look at a modern equivalent of a species has managed to dominate the globe is the crow there's a lot of different subspecies but they're one of those species that managed to fly all over and you can find them every corner except for like the poles obviously but every like habitable zone they're in you'll find them and what do you call an ass load of crows a murder (laughs) (laughs) yeah And cue now, satanic music. For the flatlanders <laughs> out there, are they still looking at a Pangea map? 
they, they, they <laughs> I guess in a way, I, I just, oh, the, the flat earthers, just that is a thing that bugs me to no end. Right? Oh, just willful ignorance, people. Like, you're just. I think I watched a great I, video about what if hypothetically flatlanders were true. What would Earth be like? And it was so funny, but I had to go to work, so I had to stop watching it. But I, just... oh. <laughs> I think that our main man, Elon. Mm. Welcome to Ion Elon. Elon. With his successful launches of the Falcon Heavy. Well, actually, the Falcon, what was it? Was it the Heavy R flight? Yeah. Yeah, it just went on its 50th flight here recently, which we watched on SpaceX.com, which was pretty fucking awesome to watch them launch the satellite into space. They had the cameras ready to go, so that was really, really cool to super nerd out on. (laughs) (laughs) But I think our main man, Elon, should do a service. You know, he sent his car up, right? That's cool. Mm. You got to send a payload up each time. I think he should... Send a flatlander? Gather up a bunch of (laughs) flatlanders. Like, here, look. Well, it's funny because even when that happened, all the fucking flat earthers were like, oh, this is just another, like, NASA conspiracy to try to disprove the flat earth philosophy. Right? That's why I think he should take them on a field trip. Yeah. The people that believe in that kind of stuff aren't going to be swayed by any kind of logic or what have you. It's, there's... But what if they're in space? (laughs) They're like, you're just showing me a view screen. It's fake. Uh -uh. (laughs) Like, I know... It's not that I'm naive. It's just, I just... God, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. It is sad. But there's still people who think that there's 48 states or 52 states. So <laughs> there are 50 states in the United States of fucking America. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's also Puerto Rico. Ah, but that is not a state. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it does not count. Little, but it's our little soon. ignored part of the country. Right? Yeah. The Yeah, that we just let die on its own. But one other thing that was interesting... I mean, if it was as pretty as Hawaii, then that would be something completely <laughs> different. I mean, I mean, Hawaii was so pretty, we just took it. We were like, hmm, people Fuck, aren't, we want this shit. People aren't <laughs> safe here. Right. We should really come help you. Nope. Let us trick you into... Yeah, that the, Hawaii, the history of Hawaii folks you really should look up. It's kind of crazy. And by kind of, we mean it's crazy. <laughs> it's totally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about this the other day, though, and and Elon could do this as well with the flat earthers. Leave them in space because there's so much space junk up there. Mm. <gasps> oh my god! I totally nice. had like the all-out nerd experience. Like, what was that? Like three weeks ago, Julie. We we went for a ride in Wilder, and we were. I was flipping through the stations, and I picked up this. It was like public this radio. local public radio. We're not always listening to public radio, but if it, there's a good topic, we'll, we'll stop and listen to it. I can't remember what it was called. Kessler effect. Have you heard of this, Tyler? I've I've heard of it. I don't I don't know anything about. It, so tell me more. They well, uh, hold on. Let me look it up. I got your Kessler effect right here. Oh okay yeah syndrome. yeah. So these these local people had like somebody from NASA, NASA. and. They had a, a, a caller call in, and a, the caller's question was that when you take into consideration the Kessler effect, do you really think it's a good idea to have random things in the sky, not just 
the Tesla car, but all of the other things. And yeah. come to find out that something is small and insignificant to us here on Earth as a fleck of paint is disastrous mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of Earth. And so much so that like it can cause catastrophic effects to any space travel, really. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. The thing that grouches love best of all. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Well, what was interesting was it was actually, it wasn't a guest call and it was just the host the host full question it was a host and it was a guest and they both when they asked the question the the representative of nasa kind of paused and was talking to somebody else there mm-hmm. and because it was public radio it was super awkward they couldn't edit it properly yeah and they didn't really want to speak about it when they finalized the call with nasa or whatever the caller and the the show host we're like, well, I that doesn't leave me feeling any better about the question at <laughs> yeah. all. In fact, I'm totally super fucking freaked out now. Human-made debris travels up to 18,000 miles per hour in space. That shit can get really cruising. Anything bigger than three millimeters, NASA's tracking, but smaller pieces can still cause a lot of damage. So basically, we're already creating nurdles in space. In space! We're basically mining our own planet from us being able to get out of here. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And you know who's going to profit most from this? I've got a great plan. We're going to be space garbage collectors. They already have that. Well, we're going to be the best. (laughs) We're going to be... Thank you for listening to this week's episode of TriPace Pod. Stay tuned for a part two, which will plop in two weeks. Don't forget to like and subscribe to TriPace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. It gives us the warm fuzzies. You can keep in touch or stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPace Pod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. And as always, we love you. Google that shit. You've got two minutes and 30 seconds to Google it before we hit the two-hour mark and we potentially get cut off. <laughs> uh, uh, no Pressure's on, Julie. Look for it. Oh, find it now. Go, go, go. I'm not keep... helping you. I'm not Googling either. <laughs> I'm just going to be in your ear talking like this, scaring you and freaking no! you out the whole time. <laughs> I'm all curled up in a ball over here. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't, actually, I don't know. I I don't think I can do it because it's really confusing.
Hello? Did we lose you? Oh no, I was- I thought you were pausing for like dramatic effect for a I second. Was like, like, I thought you either <laughs> were disconnected or you have collapsed. <laughs> oh. 